Hey guys, welcome to the first ever Metcalf Minute. Now what is a Metcalf Minute? Well, here at Speaking of Football, what we decided to do is create a shorter show where um, each of us individually can hop on and address um, hot takes, rankings, uh, breaking news, anything like that. So Ian, myself, or Derek or Mike, you know, if we got a little bit of free time, maybe spend 10, 20, 30 minutes just talking about a topic that happens to come up in you know football current events. So that's what I'm doing here today. Um, I'm going to address the ESPN 32-team full league redraft. Uh, ESPN, I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen, did a draft with 32 um, team reporters and analysts where they each represented a team, drafted for uh, four rounds. There's a snake draft where they followed the... Um, the 2020 NFL draft order, starting with the Bengals, of course. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to just jump in and, uh, you know, sort of address the address some of the positions that were taken, uh, address some of the values, and, and address some of the, some of the players, mostly in the first round, but you know, I'll, I'll address some of the later picks. Um, so, yeah, the, the quarterbacks, obviously, you know, that, that's the biggest, the biggest part. There are 20 that went in the first round. Patrick Mahomes went first overall, Russell Wilson second, Lamar Jackson third, Deshaun Watson fourth. It all lines up. It all makes sense, you know. Uh, then there was a run on quarterbacks later. There was from 11 to 19, all quarterbacks. Um, Carson Wentz started that run at 11th overall. Uh, he was the seventh quarterback taken. And I saw something on ESPN after this draft came out about Carson Wentz. Uh, they mentioned that he went 11th overall. And they were discussing on multiple shows, does that make him the most underrated or undervalued quarterback? That's insane. 11th overall, 11th most valuable player in the whole league, 7th most valuable quarterback? How is that underrated? You know, I, I do not understand that take. I understand where he went. I think it's a really reasonable place for him to go. I think the discussion following was unreasonable. But I think you know Carson Wentz, 11th overall, sure. Uh, you know, I don't see what he's done outside of the regular season to warrant any higher personally, but sure, 11th overall, he's got the talent. I respect it. Um, now, the next pick I want to talk about that also is heavily discussed on ESPN following this draft was number 15, drafted by a Broncos reporter for the Broncos, is Broncos quarterback Drew Locke. 15th overall, I do not find reasonable for Drew Locke. That is so high. Um, not only is that very high for him, it's higher than some of the quarterbacks that I think easily have more value. And I think a lot of you would agree with me. He, you know, he went over Kyler Murray, for example. Crazy. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray was the first overall pick last year for a reason. Drew Locke, same draft class, went in the second round for a reason. And with a much smaller sample size, I don't see how you could reasonably take him over Kyler unless you are that team's reporter like like the uh like that guy was. So, you know, I think some of these picks th across the board have some team bias and I, I can't stand by that in a draft like this. You got to go value and Drew Locke at 15 is not a value pick by any means. Um and there were some other ones, you know, later on that were they're fine, you know, cuz values um QB's a value. It's it's a valuable position. Uh and Tua went 30th which is fine. The last quarterback in the in the round was Tua. 
Uh, but then there were some other ones that didn't go in the first round, which I found very odd. There was Josh Allen, Jared Goff, and Kirk Cousins. Now, two of those guys fell to the third round, which is absolutely insane, totally unreasonable to me. But I think those guys are all very worthy of a top 25 pick, personally. Um, it's, it's quarterback. I mean, it's a quarterback league. It's a passing league. And all three of those guys have shown either promise or consistency in some capacity. I mean, you got rookies going over these guys. I, I You know, I'm not saying, you know, every quarterback like – you know, Mitch Trubisky or Derek Carr has to go in the first round just because they're a quarterback. But, man, I mean, Allen, Goff, and Cousins, I think they're worth it. I'd definitely take them over some of these other guys that went. Um, some of the other offensive guys that went, uh, we had wide receivers. Four of them went. Um, one of them, a little odd, I think, was uh, Mike Evans, who was the 27th overall pick. Uh not really sure what that's about over because Julio did not get picked in the first round. Um, I, I I love Mike Evans. I think he's severely undervalued, especially in the fantasy community. But Julio Jones is a slightly older player, of course. But when you know when Tom Brady and Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers are going in the top fourteen, you know clearly age wasn't entirely a factor in these picks. So Julio Jones not going in the first, especially when he's clearly you know a top receiver of the last decade, who clear who has not shown many signs of declining, if any. You got to take him in the first round. If you're taking four receivers, he's got to be one of them. I would argue, could be, could or should have been the second one after Michael Thomas. Um. Then, you you know, we had one running back, obviously Christian McCaffrey, no surprises there. Maybe Saquon Barkley could have snuck his way in. I don't think any of them should have made their way in, personally. Not going to go into all that. We did that on our last pod. But, um, but you know, if any running back's going to make it, it's going to be McCaffrey. Tight end, only one went. Again, that's, I think, obviously George Kittle. Um, if this is a one-year type of thing, sure, you know, you could go Travis Kelsey, but it's an age thing. Uh, Kittle's shown way too much in his last two years um, to put himself in the same tier as Kelsey. Way younger though. Travis Kelsey's 31. I mean, and not every there's there's only 12 players non-QB that went in the first round. They all can't make it in. Um, finally, for the offensive side of the ball, uh, Ronnie Stanley, the only offensive lineman to make it in the top 32. Um, surprisingly to me was that he went sixth overall. Now I'm fine with him being the only offensive lineman, you know, cause Quentin Nelson, Ryan Ramchek, I would argue could be possibly be top 32 players, maybe not value wise because they're guard and right tackle. But, but of course, Ronnie Stanley, a young elite left tackle. Sure. Sixth overall. That's high though. I mean, Hmm. The way I look at it, if I was to do this, if I was to be in charge of every team, I wouldn't take a non-quarterback at all for the first probably 15 picks. So for multiple players to go in the top 10 who aren't quarterbacks is crazy. And Ronnie Stanley, man, sixth overall. Is he really value, more valuable than some of these quarterbacks? Than, than a lot of the quarterbacks? No, I, I don't I don't agree with that pick that high anyways. Um so, yeah, I'll move on to the defense now. They had uh, 
some pass rushers go in the first round. They had four. Uh, Aaron Donald was the first of which, and he was the first non-quarterback, which on our show last week where we did a similar type of, you know, reset draft type of thing, I, I argued that Aaron Donald should be the first non-quarterback off the board. And he was. Uh, again, a little higher than I would have taken him, but as valuable as he is for his position, as far and away the best at his position and how he disrupts the passing game, you got to take him. I mean, he's he's that guy. He's the best, if we're not talking value, probably the best player in football. I, I think you could say Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and, and Aaron Donald. Best players in football. That That's, what I, that's where I'm going with that. Um, but you also had Joey Bosa and Nick Bosa go in the top ten. Joey Bosa, I'm fine with. Nick Bosa, I'm fine with taking a young quarterback because of the value. I don't know that I'm, I'm willing to take a top, use a top pick on, on a one-year pass rusher. And especially because Miles Garrett did not go in the top 32 picks at all. And I got to say, you know, even as a Browns fan, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with Miles Garrett not going in the first round and Nick Bosa going that that much farther ahead of him. It's one year. It was a great year, but the value does not add up for me. Um, if I'm going that, I need years of production. That's what Miles Garrett has. Then the only other player that I haven't discussed yet is uh, the only defensive back off the board in the first round is Stefan Gilmore. He went 32nd overall. Um, there was a discussion on our pod last week about the value of pass rush versus coverage, right? Uh, we, we discussed maybe that pass rush is more valuable. That's kind of shown through in this draft. Um, and I argued that Jalen Ramsey, you know, for his age and what he's shown should be the first, um, the first defensive back off the board. He wasn't in this case. It was Stefan Gilmore. And that's fine. I, I, I don't have any issues with that. Stefan Gilmore had an insane 2019 season. I, I backed that. Got no issues with that. Um, but then the other uh, players or positions that didn't make the cut in the first round, which is obviously value-wise, would be the safeties and the linebackers. Um, you know, there's some... It might just be because of how great they are for their position that may, it sounds like people would, would be higher on them. Like, let's say Jamal Adams, Derwin James, or Darius Leonard and Bobby Wagner. Those are some great names at their positions, but yeah, it's just uh, they don't have the value. That position is just, those positions are just not valuable enough to be first-round picks. But they all are eventually drafted, and for good reason. So uh, I'm going to tie this back into our last pod uh, by making it like a small contest, and we're going to see which of us um, in, our, in our reset draft where we had the caveat of you had to take one player, you can only take one player from each division, who had the most players going the, in the first round of this draft by comparison. Um, so from that draft we did last week, um, you can find it on our on our Twitter page if you want to check it out or, or listen to the last episode. Um, I had one player, one of my eight players, made it in the first round of this draft. 
and that was Patrick Mahomes, who was the first overall. Of course, I mean, there's there's no two ways about it. It's Patrick Mahomes, but my other players, um, you know, I had Miles Garrett and um, Jalen Ramsey, who I, like I said, should, I think, definitely be in the discussion for a top 32 player value-wise. That's fine that they didn't. Um, Then Derek had three. Derek's were, um, they were Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, and Khalil Mack. You know, besides my McCaffrey issues, can't really argue with that. But Mike had four. Half of his players ended up in the top 32 of this draft. Uh, Those were Lamar Jackson, Michael Thomas, Aaron Donald, and Stephon Gilmore. And some of his players also arguably could have been top 32 picks. So I'm going to say Mike. Mike won that. If we're if we're picking a winner, that's Mike. And oh, uh, we want to see how you guys draft uh, because we're going to hold our own 32 team reset draft to compare with ESPN. So we hope you guys will join us uh, for our own 32 team draft. Uh, we need 29 of you. Obviously, we've got the three of us involved. Uh, I'm going to be taking over the Browns. Mike's going to have the Saints, and Derek's going to take over the Cowboys. So we need 29 of you to take over the other teams. Uh, you know, the first 29 who show interest are in. Uh, we're going to put together a sleeper channel where uh, you guys can talk amongst yourselves. You guys can see all the details for the draft. It's going to have a link to the Clicky Draft draft board. Clicky Draft is our preferred method of drafting for this, specifically because they allow us to draft all rosterable positions, including offensive linemen. So that is that's huge. Um, and we want to see how you guys draft, you know, compared to these ESPN reporters and analysts. Uh, because, because, like I said, you know, these guys, they made some questionable picks. And I would argue that, that one pick, the most questionable pick, was, was number 111. And I, I would argue that, that this player could have and should have gone first overall. And that's wide receiver DK Metcalf, the greatest receiving talent the league has ever seen. I mean, he did go 111th, though, and that's three ones. Number one three times, I mean, that's, that's high praise. And we named this offshoot podcast after him for a reason. We hope you guys think that these are the greatest takes of all time, and uh, you'll be hearing from us again shortly. After this 32-team draft is over, we're going to have a full speaking of football episode about it. Hope you guys check it out. Thank you.